Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin at Podcast for Me. Podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog, Dizzy Dog. Some motorcycles passing by in my sound studio, also known as my room. Uh, I try to keep the noise to a minimum, but that's the way it is, you know, and this uh, low, lower level bottom feeders don't really have much in the luxuries of sound studios. Um, let's see here. The date is 10-13-2019, October 13th, in case anyone doesn't know. If you're new to this podcast, all we really do here is shoot the shit, really. But I try to have this quasi-format of doing talking about the news, and then um, after that, whatever extra thoughts I have in the tank. Um, as far as uh, following me if you can get me on the twitter it's at podcast for me on the twitter and facebook as such instagram with the same name i also have the gmail too if you want to email me at podcast for me at gmail.com um yeah i like to hear some feedback i got people listening but at the same time i don't know if they're just bots i'm pretty sure they're bots though but if you're not a bot reach out <laughs> let me know i'm reaching somebody out there in the ether uh, let's see, what did I do this week? I've been so off lately with this whole weather and everything. You got the Santa Anas, and it's kicking up dust. I think I have allergies, so it's, it makes me feel like I'm sick all the time, but I'm not. I started using Claritin, so I'm good. My workouts have been weak because of that. I've also been weak on the inside. I've been eating donuts and shit. Ugh, man. It's all that progress for nothing. I identify as a fat person, so I gotta do what I do. Uh, let's see here. All right. Um, I had a thought about a garbage human being. I was going to write this note down so I could bring up garbage human being. And then we're going to go right back into that note at the end of this podcast. All right. Um, without further ado, let's, uh, you know what? Ah, you know what? Let's let me write another note because I usually in the beginning of the podcast talk about my life, but we're gonna link that towards the end because it's gonna be good. Uh, let's see here, rhythm teacher principal something about my uh, principal. There we go. Something about my kid in his school. Well, but we'll get to that later. Totally, I'll tease that to the end. All right, here we go. Starting with the news. News. Gotta get that news. That's my theme song. It's cheap because I can just do it all, you know, off the cuff. All right, here we go. Melinda Gates pledges $1 billion to promote gender equality. Why can you say dollars? But I guess $1 billion. Equality can't wait, and no one in a position to act should either. The philanthropist wrote on Wednesday. So I read the article. And it seems like more the uh, it's over the next ten years for gender inequality or equality. It just sounds like a cool idea to say out loud, but not really. I don't know if there's any nuance to that because it seems more of the same of trying to just hire women more than men, and um, that's about it. Nothing real definitive, and it I don't know. It's it's a thing in which I just kind of broadly say the same old, same old kind of bullshit. Like, rather than try to fix the problem, you're just throwing money at the problem. 
and um, through hardcore discrimination, you achieve your goals. So you're just pushing an outcome versus a opportunity. I mean, there are women out there that should be in the tech fields, you know, and um, but are they as good as say like a guy counterpart? You know, now if you start hiring those females opposed to the men who are probably better at it. I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying that, like, if I go, so you have, like, a grading system. You got a 10 and you got a 2. And say you hire more of the 2s over the 10s just because of the, the color of the skin or in in, the, in a different way. I mean, we need more blacks, so we're going to hire more of those 2s. Or we need to hire more women. We're going to hire more of those 2s, things like that. I'm not saying that a woman is a, a 2 out of 10 and a man is 10 out of 10 or whatever like that. I'm just saying when you have the ideology of I'm just going to hire based on their sex or their color, their skin, or things like that, that is racist, that is discrimination. The problem is it's not what you're used to when you talk about discrimination because you know when you think of discrimination, you're thinking, oh, yeah, just black people and things like that. But in reality, discrimination is literally I'm not hiring you for this job because of the color of your skin and you're white. We don't need white people, that kind of thing. So you're, you're, what you're doing is you're prolonging this negative way of thinking, you know. We didn't, back in the day when we discriminated against black people, that was never a good thing. And to continue that based on some preconceived ideologies, because that's what it was when we did it, to promote that now towards white people, that's a bad thing. To promote that towards women, that's a bad thing. You would discriminate against women because, you know, you think they're weaker or dumber or whatever, you know, back in the day. But now you're doing it because you're discriminating men because of their your preconceived, uh, preconceived no- notion of they're men. They're, they're evil beings of hatred and violence. You know, they play too rough. and All they do is think with their mind and not their feelings or some shit like that, you know. And um, those are these are still the same philosophies of thought. You just change the words out. The idea is to actually stop the discrimination at 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 ahead. That really, what this one billion dollars should do is, if anything, understand why women aren't going into these fields. I mean, and promote opportunities for them. If it's a thing in which they they're interested in and they don't have money for college for it, then that would be the move. And I, I did see something of that nature within the article. But um, it seems like really it's going to be higher because that's how people work mostly. They just kind of um, they find the easiest part of the idea and then just go for it rather than actually thinking of it. It's, it's, it's more virtue signaling, if anything. It's how awesome I am because I'm a good person because I have the means and will to promote an ideology, but I don't have the actual tenacity to follow through. You know, like, oh, let's feed everybody. But what about uh, how are we going to do that? Let's just fucking feed them. But you don't have enough money. Well, fuck it. Just do, just do it. You know, just that kind of ideology of, like, just do it. You know, they, they will go down that way. I mean, most people just kind of work that way. So what's your thought? I need more women in the tech field. So I will just hire more. <laughs> what about they don't have qualifications they are not this level and it, it's a weird thing too in the tech world because like 
what the fuck is a qualification? What what signifies your your uh, your qualities for this position? You know, like you went to this school and you went to that. It seems kind of subjective, right? You either can do it or you can't. Now, the, the thing is, if you could do a test-based system or something like that, that'd be the move, right? But you can't do that because um, all because you pass a test doesn't make you necessarily good at said job. You know, I, I think there's a way to form a test in that way, and I think that would be the way to go. Problem. If it is a thing in which guys are just getting it more than girls, then you should just take that for what it is and then just say, okay, if you if you really do want these women truly to be in these fields, then if they say they failed a test or anything like that, then you would then help them out with your money. You know, it is kind of your game in the system, but I think that is a better move than say just hiring them if they're like at a two and they like i guess i guess you would do that and then train them better i don't know but it's kind of weird towards the men right so what do they what what do they have to do to get ahead they can't because they're men so you got discrimination across the board if anything if you want really just you know train a bunch train a bunch of my dog is crying shit it's because the kid walked out Maybe I should pause it and bring him in here. That's all I'll do. Yeah, my wife and kid walked out to the farm, walk around, pick out a pumpkin or some shit. My dog freaked out. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you want to like develop colleges just for women and then have them get ahead, because you, it wouldn't be a thing in which uh, you're forcing your narrative or forcing your outcome. It just you're just training more women to do a job. You know, and if they chose that, that'd be good. And then you just really get them up to the levels. That's that's how you would do it. Actually, that's what you would do. Because I don't believe in schools per se, but like, say, say you had a, a company, which she does. I guess she's part of it because she's Bill Gates's wife. Um, you you got a company, or is she Bill Gates' wife, or is she just the daughter who just looks old? Melinda Gates. I really didn't look up who. Oh, she's pretty young. I could be his, her daughter. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I should have read. I should have read into that. <laughs> I don't know who she is. I don't, I'm not gonna look. Oh, I should. I should look it up for the sanctity of the podcast. Melinda. I think that's a daughter. She's pretty young. Melinda Gates is a philanthropist. Uh, she co-founded Bill, Bill and Melinda. Who are you? Born, oh, she's 55. Oh, fuck, she's 55? She don't look the same. Melinda Gates? The fuck? I'm confused here. That can't be Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates is committed to spending... Oh, Gates, the wife of... Yeah, she is the fucking wife. Yeah, I thought so. Shut your face. Yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, she's rich because she married Bill Gates. I mean, that's what it is. I mean... <laughs> So, I mean, if she wants to promote more women, so you got a company, this is what you do. You have your company, and you have the criteria for what employee you want, and then you train women in that position, kind of like an apprenticeship program. And then that's what you would do. And that's how you get your women in the field, and that's how you actually get actual women of quality in that position if you want to go that direction, to have more women in the in the field. That's still gaming the system, though, right? I mean, you're just you're taking a special interest in a select amount of people. But um, 
I think that'd be fruitful, though. I, I mean, I think that'd be the way to go about it, have an apprenticeship program and go that direction. As opposed to just saying, oh, yeah, this guy has, like, three PhDs and this girl has uh, a bachelor's. Let's hire the girl, you know, something like that. Because that's usually where these things go. But that's my biasness. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's how people see it. People may say it's sexist, but, I mean, like, you're talking about Melinda Gates the wife of bill gates not melinda gates and she so happened to marry this 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 weak individual named bill gates and she's the one who created microsoft i mean like no she married into this and now she's trying to you know using her i don't know uh vijay license to then help other women into positions of power so she didn't have to marry this fucking guy you know that's a that's a noble cause, I think, for women. That's a total noble cause. Uh, that that that's that's legit. I can I can get behind that. I know it's a discriminative, but I can get behind trying to w- make an apprenticeship program or some shit like that. But just hiring them over guys just because of their sex, I think that's just totally bad. But if you're training your own crew to get at that level, that's a smart play. I think that's a less uh, shitty. All right, here we go. Next article, vaping. Fucking idiots. Vaping health crisis grows to 26 deaths, nearly 1,300 cases of lung injury. A death toll rises. Health officials suspect products containing THC are a major factor. So there's about 480,000 people dying of cigarettes, right? Because of cigarettes and all of its forms. That's yearly. And about, you know, the number rises because there's a lot of people... more people are you know finding out that they're dying of vape and things like that and you know getting hurt it turns out it's all the thc it's the legal uh version of vaping you know like um yeah some places you can vape with thc but these are contaminated even says it's from the streets you know so people are dying from like illegal stuff so rather than banning illegal stuff because it's already illegal we're banning legal things that aren't killing people because of fear that's what it is and uh i mean that's a ridiculous thing hundreds thousands of people are dying from cigarettes when we're focusing on vaping and i don't understand the game behind this is this a a thing in which to to stray people off or the intellectuals into this fucking hole of stupidity because it is very dumb to focus in on vape it just is I mean, people are dying from alcohol every day, but we're not banning that shit anytime soon. So why the fuck are we all about illegal vaping substances? Even though, like, many people are dying of crack cocaine or morphine or meth or things like that. You don't see people saying, oh, this is a health crisis, you know? Because 20, I mean, there's 330 million people in America and 26 people die from just fucking doing something illegal. And we're focused in on this one minute market. What the fuck is the game here? I mean, sometimes it does feel like a bit of a conspiracy theory, if anything. But um, it, it, it can't be. Maybe, what, Max? Aw, they're gone. They walked. They walked away. They walked, and they're never coming back. Yeah, it's a good boy. You just stayed next to Dad. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what what's the thing behind the, the vaping. Maybe it's a a thing of um, 
as human evolution to just focus on the smallest problem in comparison to the the biggest problems. You know, let's focus on a problem we can fix as opposed to, and we can't fix it. I mean, like they're going to sell this shit. And that's the way it is. You're making a big deal about nothing. I mean, you're still going to sell vodka, but people die dying of fucking alcohol poisoning all the time, liver, fucking cancer, all that shit. I don't I don't understand why we're all about that. And like the medium too, late lung cancer from vaping. People are dying of cigarettes. I mean, you or cigars. You know, like why don't you shit on cigars? I'm pretty sure people dying of cigars way more than uh, fucking vape. I don't know. I ask you people why? Why are we focused in on that? That has nothing to do with anything. It just doesn't. You know, boo fucking who? You did something illegal and you died. You know. I know that's callous, but I mean, people are dying of cigarettes, man. Drinking. Fucking pills. Now we're focusing on that. Alright, next article. Felony charge for girl 13 who pointed finger guns at other students, officials say. So in Kansas, of course, this probable white girl. Let's see if they have her name. I think, no, you can't because she's underage. She's 13, so you can't have... Um, yeah, I don't think you could post her name. That'd be fucked up too, right? Because she's 13. So she does the thing, you know, when you make your hand have a pointer like you're shooting something, like pew, 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 when you put the pew, pew hands, like pew, pew. Uh, she did that, and she said she'd she get uh, some of her students. she got to shoot them, so they arrested her for felony charges, you know, threatened. Hey, man, school shooting's a real thing, and to pretend to shoot somebody, I guess. I think that was a bit of an overreaction, but maybe they needed to make the headlines to really scare those kids into not killing other people. I think that's going to happen no matter what. I really do think they should have fucking had a conversation with her and then just called it, you know. From Pew Pew Hands, we went from felony charges for a 13-year-old. Guys are fucking idiots. It should have been like a teenager makes Pew Pew Hands and uh, people talk to her. (laughs) Find out she was just acting out because she's a fucking teenager. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. So it's just more of a let's have a conversation with somebody who's lashing out at the world. Instead, let's fucking arrest her. Man, what's our role coming to? You know, and I'm only reporting on like the bad things, right? But it's not bad things. I just thought found it interesting that in Kansas, she she makes I'm going to shoot you hands, and we go and arrest her. That's the state of our society. It was middle school too. Hmm. She had to have been white because I'm pretty sure if she was a black person, they probably wouldn't have made it such a big deal. Because then it, the story would have changed, right? Um, black person persecuted for making finger pointing shooting you know that's what the article would have been you know because it's more oppressive you know because you know it's a black person so you can't have that but if it's a white person they got to be the enemy but that's a, that's a goofy story to, unto itself they really should just talk to her right <laughs> it's hard about that uh, you know what i should have linked the bill gates story to the to this story Speaking of Melinda Gates, we got Bill Gates. Here's the next story. Bill Gates praised pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's lifestyle. Kind of intriguing, he said eight years ago. So what makes this um, salacious, this news article, is because, you know, Epstein, let me give you some background, suicided himself. He, He 
was a rich dude. No one knows how he got his money. Who had a whole island devoting to fucking kids. And in his pagan-like island, I I literally mean that. His pagan-like island. Where we're all thinking that it's like ritual, you know, sacrifice because it's a fucking island. You, the only way to get there is like a helicopter or a plane or some shit. So this guy's on this fucking island with this like pagan kind of house. It's like a, it's shaped like, uh, you know, has like, you know, I, god idols of, of, of uh, animals, right? And he's fucking kids left and right, flying them in, getting them to fuck other people. And these are rich people. So here you got this guy connected to all these rich people, right? And here he is. He's about to fucking, you know, say as much as he can to, like, make it so he, he can get out of this whole deal. Maybe plea bargain or something like that. And then, lo and behold, cameras are broken. He's off of suicide watch for no fucking reason at all. And then he somehow kills himself with paper. <laughs> somehow he just kills himself. You know, security guards somehow fell asleep. I mean, it's the most conspiracy of conspiracies. It's so obvious that he got killed that it's kind of like a, a message to all you fucks out there. If you know something about rich people and you could get them in trouble, you're fucking dead. And, and you know what? We won't cover it up that much. We'll make it look stupid. And the idiots who fucking back up the idea that, oh, yeah, it's totally not a conspiracy. You got you guys are fucking dumb. Uh, so this piece of shit kills himself and now can't um, implicate other people because he's dead. And uh, here you got Bill Gates. They're trying to, like this reporter, for all their glory, Kate Bercolet, uh writes a shitty article. Because it's, it's really, I've noticed these articles are weird. Like if you read it, you have an article and then you have videos posted in these articles. And they have nothing to do with the story. It's just something along the lines of the story so this is a bill gates thing they're talking about the women who were raped by this guy and how they're not getting money i mean those are two different things the article loosely tries to uh, connect bill gates to this in the sense that he was rich he partied with them and said his lifestyle is intriguing like somebody asked him a question he's like yeah yeah in 2011 he's like that shit's you know intriguing and you could say that because say you're rich and you're hanging out with what Poor people? No, you're hanging out with other rich people. There's not that many. So a lot of rich people know each other. So there Bill Gates is, rich as fuck as he is, and he meets up Epstein. And chances are he did see some kids fuck. Uh, he maybe even plowed a couple of uh, nine-year-olds himself. Who knows? But um, he, he said that he, from that little excerpt, he says, yeah, his life is interesting. He That could have, like, just say Bill Gates is innocent. Is innocent. Let's just say that. It could have been him seeing um, uh, this guy, this rich dude, flying in bitches everywhere and fucking left and right. And it's a pagan island. I Like, the island has, like, pagan idols, you know, like like a wolf or, like, an owl and shit. Statues, huge. And, yeah, cameras everywhere. And it's just fucking crazy. And he owns his own island. You know, so yeah, I mean, that would be intriguing. You could just write that as intriguing. Maybe he was like, oh, those chicks look pretty young, but he really didn't question it too much. They're trying to link him in such a way that, you know, and he did donate money. But that, I mean, Bill Gates donates quite a lot of money because he's super rich for tax write offs. And rich people somehow have the game in donating money and helping other things. So 
I mean, he's a philanthropist, you know. Bill Gates donates a shit ton of money through different ways. He's only one guy. It's not like he knows where all his money is. I mean, quite honestly, look in your life. Can you find the pennies in your couch? Can you even see where that came from? Those are pennies in your couch. You're talking about a billionaire. You know, $1 million here and there isn't that much, you know. And it's mostly a tax write-off, if anything. So, like, half the shit he does, he doesn't know, you know. I mean, people are fucking ridiculous to think that Bill Gates has, like, a has a like a slew of people that just know where everything is going at all times. And if they if he did, you still need one person to really kind of coalesce all that information. And that's just an impossible fucking thing. Like in the year 2019, we're still having trouble uh curing things as simple as, you know, earwax, you know. <laughs> like that that's still a thing. People still keep coming in for earwax removal, you know. And we still haven't figured that shit out. I mean, x-ray itself is funny onto itself. It's a simple thing that we've discovered long ago. All you need is programs to, like, adjust the digital x-ray to make the image look better. Because, I mean, an iPhone can fucking do it. Why can't a goddamn computer that x-rays things? They just don't have it. And then they, they do. They charge an obscene amount of money. I just The, the technology should be simple patch updates. But no, no, not, not such a thing. So in a world where simple things can be fixed right away, I'm pretty sure a rich dude just giving out money left and right has no fucking clue. None at all. Maybe some bits out of the hundreds of people he donated, he knows one or two. And Epstein's one of many rich people he knows because he's fucking rich too. I mean, there's not that many rich people if you think about it. Say say there's a out of a world, right? Out of a world, there's a thousand people. There's more than that. That's a lot of people. If you've known a thousand people, you're gonna, you're gonna. Some of them are bad, believe it or not. And he, he probably knows that too. Bill Gates probably plowed some kids. I get that. He probably, probably did that. But linking him in this sorry article, it's ridiculous. They're just scrambling to try to find something to link him into something. But because Homeboy's dead, you really can't do much. And the story already died. Epstein was killed by the elite, and that is it. <laughs> And then, like, it's funny because the article is so, like, crudely written. There's not many words for it. So it links – it has maybe three, four paragraphs, and they're short paragraphs, like, comprising of two sentences each. And uh, then it just goes on to talk about everybody else that was raped and shit like that. It has, it's a long article about nothing of Bill Gates. It's mostly about, you know, other shit. Rich, rich Russian people getting getting raped by this guy or whatever. Uh, all right, here we go. Next story. Beto proposes to oppress church with state. Oh, that's quite interesting that this headline said that. But basically, Beto, the fake Mexican, so he's a white guy who, um, for some reason, has a Mexican-sounding name, Beto. He is a cancer on existence, this Beto. Um, he, is, he is a symptom of all that is evil with government and um, the new... Well, government's always been kind of weird, but he's a symptom of how sick, and, how sick of, uh, the Democrats are, how they need to virtue signal to the lowest minority you know they're all about just getting votes from minorities and there's always a lot of minorities um 
all all he's talking about is either you know poor black people poor women poor um gays whatever oh that's his new thing gays so basically <clears throat> in a church okay so it's kind of a weird thing right you got a church and what a church is you know set of beliefs everyone communing and on the set of beliefs and you know doing that and the churches themselves have this thing like a tax write-off so it makes kind of a sense too right because churches don't actually make money per se people donate their money to them it's not really i mean i guess you could call it a job right your job is to provide faith and and your 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 way the way you're getting paid is through donations meaning you know how good you gave it out you know kind of like a musician if anything musicians get taxed <laughs> why can't churches be taxed but anyways the, the reason why that's a big deal is because if you tax churches it's kind of a weird thing right if i donate money and then you tax the church that money is donated to them and you're taxing that those donations so it's taxed twice kind of in a way right because that person is being taxed just in general and they donate their money and then that money it's like a sales tax i guess that's legit in a capitalist country huh let's, let's let me chew on this a little bit more so huh so if i'm donating money uh-huh 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 i can write that as a tax write-off all right so the government doesn't get that money i donated from me but then if they tax the church then the, yeah that's good but i can see the maliciousness of that though if you tax a church heavily you know that church can then not have fruition it couldn't grow as a church it couldn't don't it couldn't give more money to homeless people and things like that you know or if it, if it was doing that it couldn't it couldn't spread out more but if you're a church you, you're believing in your religion that's just a a tricky thing and should be more of a conversation than as opposed to government enforcing their will I could see that going south, man. But anyway, so you got these churches, right? The other set of beliefs and his ideology. This is a stupid fucking thing to do. A lot of people are backing this, though. They're like, yeah, fuck it. You, you don't like gays. You're bad. Man, motherfucker, some religions don't like pork, you know? So what do pork far farmers have to do? They got to ban churches? No, they're not going to ban churches or Muslim churches or whatever the fuck. You know, like that's a stupid it's stupid to shit on a belief system just because of one of the many things that they're against. See, a faith-based system has a rigid way of thinking. You can't do this. And there's, 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 there's thoughts behind that, and there's a philosophy behind it, right? If you restrict yourself in certain ways, it makes you a stronger person because you're not just letting yourself get out of control. Now, some, some uh, religions, it's like pork. You can't wear certain clothes. You can't say certain things and things like that. And one more aspect is, you know, you can't be gay, you know. I mean, that's not for me. Uh, but, I mean, those churches do practice those strict ideologies. And um, it's a volunteer-based system. It's not like they're making people believe this shit. They're just putting out their own rhetoric. So then you go in with that and you're like, hey, yeah, I want to be part of this church and this hardcore sense of ideologies, you know. Then, then, then fucking do it. But if you're gay and you're like, oh, I want to be part of this church, but they don't like this. That's equivalent of me saying I want to be Muslim, but I really do like pork. And I like intermet And like Christians too. You're like, I like intermineral inter – what is it? I like to not be married and fuck. You could say that too. 
and um, you, you're still part of the church. So, I mean, like, it, it is a thing where you can just be gay. You just sin, you know? Just like when you break the law of man, that is, as a Christian, that is, you know, an aversion that's not good. That's a sin, too. You can't, you can't break laws. But people do it all the time. They go to church. They can ask for forgiveness or not. Same thing with uh, being gay. I mean, you could be part of the church, and that's just one rule you break. I don't know why this is such a complicated thing. Now, when it comes to marriage, it gets kind of weird because they, a marriage you can't marry um, if you're in if you're certain Christian churches. You can't marry gay people and Muslim churches, also known as mosques. Ergo, what I'm trying to get at: How the fuck did this guy come out? So he's anti-Muslim. That that is what you gotta promote because he he's not for muslims because muslims aren't about gay people either and because they're a minority as well it's minority combat islam christianity i don't know i don't know other religions that are anti-anti-gay but the the two big religions i know they're anti-gay it oh jewish judaism Jews. He hates the Jews. He hates Muslims. <laughs> That's how you turn it around, right? Beto is a fucking idiot. He really is. He just he's and he's a piece of shit and he's a garbage human being who's just it just makes me sick to know that, that there's a person out there like that. Because he's just he's not really he ain't got no skin in the game. He probably owns guns himself. People shouldn't have guns. He's got fucking ten guns, you know? People shouldn't do that. I'm I'm I, my thoughts are this. Anything he comes out for, he's actually for. You know, so if he's like, don't build the wall, he wants that fucking wall built. He'll have no Mexicans in his house. <laughs> if he starts talking about kids, yeah, raping kids are bad. He's fucking doing it himself. This guy is the ultimate piece of shit. I mean, his name is fucking Beto, for Christ's sake. He is fucking white. His name isn't really Beto. This is a, that's a political thing. God damn, he's hardcore in the, um, I'm super ultra left, you know? And then now he's attacking churches, and his his goal is to make it so if you do not marry gay people, you will be, you know, taxed. So that's a thing. So one of the privileges of having a church is you can evade taxes, you know, because you're getting donated. And I mean, like, maybe you should rediscuss that concept, but punishing a church for their beliefs, that's kind of oppressive, you know? It's... I mean, like, you could do it with pork. You guys don't like pork? Well, fucking no taxes for you. You guys don't like the breaking the speed limit? I don't know. What the fuck? But you, you just got hung up on this one sin of theirs. You know? You don't have to follow the fucking religion at all. And people who are, I want to get married in a place where they don't want to marry me is the ultimate, ah, man, I got a hard-on for this. I'm fucking up. I'm oppressing you, church. That's the ultimate way ultimate way of fucking punching god in the face you know well i mean you're not really punching god in the face and you're not really hurting anybody really what you're doing is you're putting you're you're dominating a religion like a church you're dominating them you're telling them you will marry us because our love is that powerful no bitch if you really wanted to get married you fucking get married you could find a fucking church that's down for the marriage but no you want to force a hardcore church to fucking marry somebody against their fucking will or they'll lose their money 
and um, that's pretty fucked up. Hey, I'm not for hey, I I am anti-church. I am anti-church in the sense that I don't believe in any of that bullshit. I think all you guys are wasting your Sundays. You know, get some meditation in. I think that's really what Bible and all that religion was was trying to get people on a set of ideas. Um, back in the day, you know, and to keep them healthy. Think about it. 2,000 years ago, fucking a dude in the ass. That's not healthy in the sense that because they don't have cleanliness, you know, they're not cleaning themselves all the time and shit like that. Right now, yeah, you could plow into some ass right now and you'd be set as long as you're, you know, washing yourself and shit. And you got doctors, you got antibiotics and everything. 2,000 years ago, they ain't got no antibiotics or anything like that. I mean, you. I mean, that's why you had prayer. So people were fucking each other in the ass and getting dead. So they're like, "Fuck, this has to stop." So they're like, "You know what? No, no more fucking." There's also um, no pork. Think about it. You know, two thousand years ago, are they? Did they have antibiotics for pigs? No. Did the pigs eat shit? Of course they did. <laughs> and now you eating pig. You didn't cook it too much. Now you die. Sorry, fucking people are dying left and right because they're eating pigs. So that's why they're like anti-pork. I mean, a lot of the fucking religion, if you look at it, just really look at it, are a good set of wisdom, uh, wisdom beliefs, you know. Maybe they're memes that just grew up in society. You know, people just coming up with a set of ideas that kind of worked. You know, self-accountability. Don't judge others. Things like that. I mean, I don't think that's a thing in which, you know, God himself came down. I think people just came up with great ideas and it's said, oh, yeah, but, you know, the best way... To say, think of God himself, he's supposed to be perfect, right? Well, no one could really be perfect. But aspiring to be perfect is an endeavor unto itself. So if I'm trying to be, you know, godly, you know, trying to be perfect, that's something I could do for the rest of my life and always getting better. And if everyone is all trying to be better than they were yesterday, then that's a good thing. That's a good society. And that's, a, that's why religion exists, really. I mean, people get caught up in the minutia of like, oh, there's an actual being watching out for me and all that. I mean, smoke some weed, you can get there. But, but in reality, it's just a bunch of people just coming up together. And this whole thing about being gay, it really is just an archaic thing, you know? Maybe if we just squash what religion is into the base and essentials of what people do need, they do need community. That's what really what we need, a group of community of people coming together with the same good ideas and wisdom of, you know, don't judge others, you know? Uh, don't cast the first stone. No one's perfect. Everyone's a sinner. You know, you should always try to strive to be perfect. Things like that. You know, give more to others than yourself. You know, that's a great thing. What feels better, massaging your back or somebody massaging yours? So if everyone's massaging each other's back, it feels good. You know, uh, don't revenge, you know, because if I revenge you, you know, <laughs> if I, if I, if I kill you cause you did something to me, somebody who's next to that person will try to kill me and then just so on and so forth. You know, there's a lot of wisdom there, you know, so religion unto itself, you know, is really just a great set of ideas and it, it shouldn't be, um, attacked, you know, I mean, so what if they, that's what they want to believe. Fuck it. That's what they want to believe. I'm not for it. I think it's stupid. But um, same thing uh, with all the other religions. They're all fucking dumb. They're <laughs> focusing in on that is uh, retarded. You know, I mean, we really shouldn't uh, force other religions to do anything. But Christianity is really what they're going after. That's what he thinks he's doing because he's an idiot and he's trying to get the the gay people to vote for him too. Because that's what Democrats have to do. They their base is minorities that's that's what they thrive on that's the that's the think that that they go, got going on and him he's just because he's a terrible person 
you know, he's he doesn't know what he's he's very dumb. So he's just like virtual signaling all over the place. Man, I'm anti guns. I'm anti this. I'm anti that. Whatever, whatever people are against, he is for. You know, he's like, oh fucking, I'm uh, or whatever people are like trying to fight against. That's what, he's trying to tap that particular vein. That's why he's never going to go anywhere. Because one, he's disingenuous, and two, he's just a moron. Because I, I mean, it only takes like an intelligent person to just think to rip him apart and say, "So you're against Muslims? So you don't want Muslims to practice? You don't like Jews either? You want to oppress Jews? That's what you because they can't marry gays. Oh, now they they don't get taxes, and so you're against uh, the Jews. I mean, like, damn." There's so many ways to destroy that guy, you know, and I, I don't know why people don't rise up. I don't know why there's a big fight against Muslims and gays, you know, because they're both minorities. I don't know why that's a big thing. See, now, if you have a Christian church and they're attacking gays, that's the normal. That's everyone's – nobody cares about Christians anymore. Fuck them, right? But uh, you get Muslims? You get Muslims, and they're like, fuck these gay guys and all that shit. You know, this is a fanatic voice. I, ma I made a, a voice. Uh, I'm not saying it. it's a character I play. I can see that being clipped out. But um, you can see the Muslims saying that shit. And what are you going to do? Are you anti-Muslim or anti-gay? It just depends on whose victimhood is stronger in that battle. Back battle of the victims. You know, I don't know why that's not a thing. I don't know why that hasn't grown into a thing. I have, there's a lot, the woke culture itself is a stupid culture and a, a, that could break itself apart. It's literally a, a culture of eating each other alive. Cannibalistic punks who don't know that the thing that's uniting them is the very thing that will separate them because the ideologies themselves are anti each other. You know, you're hardcore pro Muslim, but you can't be pro gay. If you're pro gay, you can't be pro Muslim. If you want to be, let's the church. Let's destroy churches. What about Muslims? They got mosques. So maybe, um, maybe, because I know they get tax breaks, right? All right, whatever. I'm Beto, garbage fucking human being. Oh, yeah, I looked up equality, <laughs> marriage equality. Yeah, I already knew all that, though. Yeah, they, they, they are hardcore anti all that. Iran. Um, you know, I've talked enough. Um, so. Iran attacked Saudi Arabia's oil facilities. Why hasn't America stepped in? That's my thought. Why hasn't any other ally of Saudi Arabia? I guess you just let them handle their own shit. If England were to be attacked by, say, another country, would we render aid? I mean, I don't know. How, how does that work? I don't understand how America works when it comes to helping their allies. Maybe if they ask for it, or do they just do it? Let's see. Let's think back in World War II. How did we do that? We were attacked, and then we attacked them. We didn't aid them. So maybe we are aiding them in some way. Who knows? Saudi Arabia is pretty pretty hardcore, though. It's, it's amazing that we're their allies. It's because of the oil, of course, but, uh, man, I don't know how that works out, really. All right, so here's another article that I found amusing. Uh, Sam Smith says, Opening up about non-binary identity has felt like a second coming out. So Sam Smith, great voice, by the way. He uh, came out as non-binary, blah blah blah. I don't know the, I don't know, I don't know what thing he is, but he's non-binary. And um, in that respect, you're supposed to call them a they. So you can't say he is walking down the aisle. You can't say she is walking down the aisle. 
uh, you have to say they are walking down the aisle. That's one person, not the, not they like those those people. It's they. And um, that being said, I mean, why can't you just say Sam Smith is walking down the thing? Why can't you just say his fucking name in any context of he, she, or whatever? You know, why does it got to be you have to say they? Can't you just say Sam Smith walking down the thing? Well, Sam Smith and the other guys were like, you know, or Sam Smith and the other girls. Why does it got to be they and the other girls or something like that? That's just dumb. But um, I read this article and I wanted to see how. I didn't really care about it. Honestly, I don't care. Sam Smith could do whatever the fuck he wants. He wants to be an alien. He wants to call himself is... You know what would be funny is if he identifies as the N-word or some shit like that. Because then you... Like, he's forcing his will. He's forcing his will right now for you to call him a they. You know? he Because he wants to be called that and out of respect, you have to call him they. However, what would happen if he wanted to call, call himself the N-word? How would that work out? Because that's disrespectful to use that word and it's bad for other people. But um, you are disrespecting the individual. However, how come if he says they and other people are disrespected by you know, the bu- brutalization of the English language, how come you can get away with that but you can't get away with other things like just be racist? I want you to call me the N-word. You know, That's how I identify as. Uh, It only takes time for someone to do that. Another way to destroy the woke culture. But it's kind of funny watching um, or watching, reading this article. It's kind of like mental jujitsu because he goes, okay, here's here's a sentence that's obliterated by uh, grammar because of his uh, the way he chose to mutilate grammar. Um, The Sam Smith individual, because, I mean, they and I mean, that's just not right. In, in, in context. So here, let me read this to you. The four-time Grammy winner appeared jubilant as they walked the red carpet in a custom-designed green lace kimono by Menagerie Intimates. So I read this. He's, he's a Grammy winner. He appeared happy as they walked the red carpet. Now, if you hear the sentence, the four-Grammy winner appeared jubilant as they walked the red carpet... It doesn't make sense because you have a singular person, Grammy winner. That's one. Not winners. Winners. The Grammy winners, the four-time Grammy winners, appeared jubilant as they, because that would be more people, because it's it's a pluralization of, you know, like one person. <laughs> this is confusing. So when you say, as they walked the red carpet, if I said that to somebody else, they walked down the carpet, you would think, how many people are there? You would think one, two, three, who knows? But if you say one, you're like, what? They? Why did you use they? Oh, because that is the gender pronoun he has chosen. And he has taken that. And now he can do, or he, they can do that. <laughs> and I actually do mean they as a group of people, though, as opposed to the individual. Because a group of people can just decide, hey, you're going to call us this. And if it doesn't make your sentences work, well, to hell with you. <laughs> So when you're speaking normal English, you have to really create some kind of mental jujitsu to get just just to get there, just to make the sentence work. And it doesn't work, you know, because it's not like, you know, language has been around and language does change, you know. But I I think um, 
it's such a small minority that's changing this. That just goes to show you that a small minority, if they ain't able to change the English language, what can you do with a small uh, amount of people? So if you're out there and you want to start a movement for uh, world peace or anything like that, I mean, it's fucking possible because here you got a small percentage of people who just birthed an ideology through brimstone and fire of changing the English language to having 100 gender pronouns. You know, that's a thing. This, uh, this one guy was, I was watching this, uh, Piers Morgan, uh, uh, interview or whatever. And he's talking to this genders professor. And this guy's like the former, like you got your black belts and you got your white belts. He's the black belt of gender fucking pronouns. And he's like, so there's 100 gender pronouns. Do you know them all? And he goes, no, this guy, the most and so how is the average individual so if i spent like 10 years of schooling on gender pronouns or whatever the fuck how the fuck is normal guy or girl or they gonna know what the fuck a gender pro what 100 gender pronouns there are it's just confusing it does it does work though if you could just break all gender pronouns all of them and not have them at all and you just talk to them as a person <laughs> hey you you know what i should have linked this fucking thing to it it's breaking see this whole transgender movement is really just breaking a lot of the see woke man the woke culture just eats itself alive so who are you oppressing when you start saying i'm a <clears throat> this is more into the transgender if you think about it so if i'm a guy and i say i'm a woman i'm trans woman whatever and then what who am I attacking at that point? I'm attacking women. You're like, no, I'm, I'm living my personal truth. Well, your personal truth is kind of inflicting on the personal truth of women. So you wore your drag queen outfit, right? With the biggest boobs ever and the highest high heels and the ridiculous makeup that you put on because you're a woman. But then you have a woman who doesn't dress that way. And now you're saying that this dude is telling this woman how women dress. You can then argue... I'm uh, that's my truth I am this type of woman and then a woman goes no you're feeding in to the persona of of um I don't know demeaning women as a property or as a thing to look at you know as a as a, a thing an object you know uh like that because my wife is super ultra progressive you know and so that's how she feels when a man um, she's not anti like a lot of things, believe it or not. She's anti, you know, she's on the left. She's on the woke left. But you broke her. You broke her, guys. You know, with your whole woke wokeism, you know. Yeah, I'm a I'm a trans woman, you know, with the makeup and everything. My wife's all like, I don't wear that kind of makeup. And women shouldn't wear makeup because that's that's the men oppressing women, you know, trying to tell them how they should look. I mean, she wears makeup. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, like she does talk in that kind of narrative, you know, in the sense that, you know, women should have big boobs. That's what these guys are saying, you know, because they, they have the big boobs in like, of course, you're living your truth. But if, if women are girls, little girls are growing up, they have to have big boobs. A man who I mean. So this is a guy, really. He was born a guy, and he's dressed up as a woman with big boobs. And he's telling other girls that it's okay to – you should have big boobs, you know, things like that. You know, you should wear makeup because that's what a woman is. That's rough. That's a rough sell for women who are not that. If they're feminists, they're like women should just be equal to men. If you – if we have big boobs, you should have big boobs, things like that. Or – 
I don't want big boobs. So why are you having big boobs? You know, things like that. Why do you have to wear up all that makeup? Oh, because I'm a girl. Well, that's not all girls. You know, if you wanted to be uh, a, tr a trans woman and you just looked normal like a guy, then that would be the, actually the feministic way to take it. You know, but because of the way the transgender movement has worked, I'm surprised more feminists haven't risen up against um, transgender women because you're taking away who they are. You know, and this could be this is a nuanced argument. It could be argued like uh, like the marriage in churches, you know, you know, because, you know, I'm married in a church and if gay people are married in a church. Yeah. That's wrong. You're disrespecting my. So, like, I, you can argue that as well as you can argue, you know, I'm a woman and you wearing that makeup makes women feel bad. It's not. It actually isn't, you know, but it is. Uh, it's like, okay. All right. So, if I am a white guy and I wear uh, black makeup, I'm in blackface. So, I'm disrespecting black people, but I'm not really taking away from anything they could still be black since i'm doing that so but it's super racist right but why is it when a woman a trans woman wears all that makeup it's it's woman face if anything right uh so you got your woman and then she's like what the fuck you dressed up as a woman you're taking away my shit that's sexist or whatever the fuck race is it a racist sexist or whatever right i don't know these are some thoughts you should all ponder i mean how come it's not okay for a white guy to wear blackface but it's okay for a white guy to do trans uh what woman face uh goes to think i don't care in any respect it has i don't have a dog in the fight i just think i don't know why these woke people aren't attacking each other as they should it's like they because they don't understand firmly their own ideologies they're just kind of moving towards nothing you know if they actually understood what the fuck they're talking about they would argue quite a bit and then it would just kind of it would just fall apart you wouldn't have your LGBTQRSTUV. You wouldn't have any of that because you guys would just argue with each other, you know, because your ideologies aren't real strong. You just have a feeling of something, you know, and if you did, you would all argue because you got, okay, what's queer? And, and it, is, it means weird, right? What's queer then? Because you got lesbian, you got, you got your gay, and you got your bisexual. So you got those three. That makes sense, right? I'm totally for dudes if I'm a dude. I'm totally for girls if I'm a girl. That's that makes sense. And then bisexual, I like both. You know, I'm not. I'm not a. I, I don't judge. You know that kind of thing. That makes sense. And then you put the other letters together, and that's when it kind of falls apart. Those those three should have arguments because. So uh, here I am, a lesbian. I'm getting with a girl, but then the, the T, the transgender, says, "Hey, look, I'm a girl too. No, you're a guy because you have a penis. No, you're." You're transphobic because you don't want to get with me. Not all women have vaginas, you know, that kind of thing. That's the argument you would have between a lesbian and a trans woman. And they don't have those arguments. I mean, it does happen, but it's not a big thing. It really should. I really hope my podcast gets elevated to a point where you could see that ideology. I feel like I'm the only one who's seeing that ideology, you know. So I'm a woman working out the best that I could. And then this dude who... who um, identifies as a trans woman uh does the same workouts i do and beats me in every respect because of you know years of testosterone has been flowing through this dude's veins but because he identifies as a woman he could beat all your records i mean here now you're a man demeaning me as a woman you're taking away what i have earned but then 
because you don't want to be a transphobist, you can't say that. So women and so women are really, really getting fucked over by this whole trans movement. And then queer, I just don't understand onto itself. I really wish that I could talk to someone who identifies queer only. You know, that's kind of hard. But if you identify as queer, I'm like, well, then what, what does that mean? Are you weird? Is that you're you're emboldened by by a, a derogatory term? I don't get it. You know, well, I like women because I'm a woman. Well, then you're a lesbian, so that makes you an L. You know, what the fuck? Why do you have to, why do you have to use a redundant word? And then um, yeah, these just, that's what it is. I don't I don't know on the reverse though. If I'm a woman trying to be a man, I really don't. I don't have a dog in that fight. But really, who's getting lost out on all this shit is women. They're getting fucking oppressed by men. Just like uh, Beto oppressing Muslims with his rhetoric that Muslims can't mar- have marriages in their churches unless it's gay people, you know? I mean, these people with these fucking ideologies do not have a firm grasp of what really they believe in. They just understand the letter or religion or a group of people they're with and they just move forward but if they really understood what they are their allies would be not allies you can't have an ally against an enemy who's raping kids or some shit like that you're like oh you're doing something bad or you can't have an ally who is secretly you know killing your own people you know you that's not an ally you know your allies actually aren't allies you know, if you understand your own ideology, you'd find that out. Hmm. No, but that's enough of my. <laughs> so once again, let me summarize. If you, if you can have, if you can't have blackface, why is it that you can have woman face? Think about it, and then get back to me if you think it's a stupid thing to think of, or if I'm overreacting. People don't like to have nuance or ideas anymore nowadays. They just hear the fucking headline and they just like go with it (laughs) all right here we go what's next what do we got going on here scientists endorse mass civil disobedience to force climate action motherfuckers climate crisis prompts radical move by scientists more than 2700 activists 300 three of those scientists uh arrested globally in the past week in London. You guys are fucking idiots. I'm not gonna... I can't express that enough. You guys protesting climate change. You guys are just fucking goobers. Now, that, now, you may, be, you may want to analyze what I'm saying rather than taking the clip I said 10 seconds ago. But think about it. What works? Does protesting random governments of climate change work does that is that a fucking thing or you're just wasting time and what i am mad about is not the protesters themselves although they're weak too they're the soldiers fighting a war uh against dirt or against a wall or something like that they're not really fighting the war they should be fighting those people are wasted people you can use those people, though, to actually do something for climate change. I'm all about climate change. Let that be known here. I am a proponent of climate change. I understand that it is happening, and that is a thing. But scientists should never actually protest. They actually should fix problems rather than just, you know, saying words. that you have, or God gave you a gift or the supreme being 
or you were born with a gift, motherfucker, of science. And you should use science, which is the ultimate truth of anything, because it's a conversation that can continue for thousands of years, you know. Uh, and that penalty of death, you know, you're still trying to push forward. Isaac Newton, you know, with his whole theory of gravity, you know. Back then, the religious zealots wanted to kill his ass for fucking talking about gravity, you know. I mean, fuck. And, like, you don't get a spaceship without that, <laughs> without understanding all that. So here you got scientists, and rather than trying to work their brains together to try to solve a problem, creating a device that could clean the pollution or anything like that, they go and protest governments. Like, what the fuck are they going to do? Governments are like, you know what? You're right. Let's stop all of Amazon. No more cars. All of a sudden, let's work towards that end. No more Amazon. No more cars. No more Amazon, the, the company. No more Apple. No more, no more Microsoft. No more computers. We're never going to do that because the fucking G the, the Pandora's box is open. We need to move forward with technology, not backwards. And a scientist should fucking know that. Oh, man, our government officials should do more things, create more regulations. When the fuck did the government become a thing like that? No. When did a scientist invent shit that fixed things? Do you know that we know how to make oxygen out of water? I'm, I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm never saying that's the answer. I'm just saying... We in the 60s, I think even further back than that, we knew how to separate water. Take the hydrogen out and all what's left over. Come on, people. Oxygen, you know, H2O. Take the two parts of the hydrogen away, positive and negative. What is left as the byproduct is oxygen, thing you can breathe. We created that with science. If we were able to create oxygen... We could figure out how to get rid of CO2. Oh, wait. We did that, too. We scrubbed the CO2 out of the fucking atmosphere. That's a real thing. I was on a submarine. What can I say? I know things. We can get rid of... Was it? What else would we have? Carbon monoxide. We would turn that into carbon dioxide. And then we would then scrub it out with uh, chemicals, of course. And uh, we would all we do with the carbon monoxide would be just add a particle of oxygen to turn it into CO2, then turn the CO2 into the scrubber, and then get rid of it while creating oxygen in a submarine. I mean, that that is old technology, you idiots, you science idiots. <laughs> You're not scientists. If you were a real scientist, you would invent something. You would get together with your 300 scientist co colleagues. That sounds like a good group of people. 300 scientists sounds like a group of people who could come together and focus 2,700 activists into doing something. So 300 scientists create a device. What do we do? 2,700 activists make something happen. You're worried about carbon emissions? We can fix that. If you science, analyze what the fuck problem is and how to fix it. You have 300 goddamn scientists. Why the fuck aren't you doing that? You idiots. And then you have 2,700 people who are all about it. Rather than actually doing something, we would rather just scream with our fucking signs, make Chewbacca great again, or some stupid shit like that. I mean, you guys are just wasting time. I'm just angry and frustrated at the whole ideology of protesting when you can actually be solving this. And why do I say this? Because there is a... Let me bring you to the attention of Boyan Slot. It's a Dutch guy. He's Dutch. He's not American. He's Dutch. He 
raised up a shit ton of money just himself. Well, of course, other people donated money, but he was like a, a guy who dropped out of school, you know, and created a way to clean the oceans of plastic. So he identified a problem with his non-scientist brain, I guess, because he's not a scientist. He doesn't have that qualifier. He's a CEO now, and he's trying to clean the oceans, and he's getting people, and he's developed a device. See, this Dutch motherfucker has figured it out. Rather than just protest, a person just going out there, talking to others, and uh, screaming at some ethereal being called the government, which doesn't do anything. He culminated all the money he could, invented something, and now he's putting it into action. Will it work? No. <laughs> Maybe yes. I don't know. I don't know. But that's one person. And instead of protesting, he did something. That's called action. You know, protesting works. It works like this. You have a bus. You uh, you have a Rosa Parks, and uh, she has to sit in the back of the bus. So you protest the bus, the bus companies. And then the bus companies feel that pressure, and they go, you're protesting the government? That's literally like protesting trees. You know, the government's not going to really do anything. They're going to – they have the corner of the market. They get the tax money, and they kind of do a job. But as far as actually doing something, you know, they uh, emit – you know regulations and things like that for the fucking mass population but you had fucking 300 scientists couldn't fucking figure out what one kid did i'm just saying what the fuck did you guys do oh yeah we got arrested good good for you did boyan salat get arrested no nah, you know what he did he fucking invented something that that non-scientist you tell me 300 scientists couldn't invent something Think about that. You should t get your science card, your scientist card, throw it against the wall and shit on it because that's what you are. You're garbage fucking people, you know? And then these 2,700 activists, you're fucking pathetic because you could have helped those 300 scientists. Say that out of 300, they made three inventions that can just do all this shit, but you need people. Boom, you had 2,700 people. I'm just using the numbers I see here in London. You guys are idiots. You're not real scientists. You're not a real activist. You're not really trying to do something. An activist is actively trying to do something. Not wasting time. That's what that is. Alright. That's enough. That's a bit of a rant. I just I really get mad at science not doing science and protesting, you know. Anyways, let's let's see what else we got going on here. All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's go into let's shift gears. Riff section, riffing in sections. So David Webb, right? He is a Fox News kind of guy. He is a he's he's a uh, Republican, right? Er, hate Republicans, right? Er, forget those those fucks. So here he is. He's getting interviewed by this lady. And um, not interviewed. He's he's um, interviewing a lady, right? And uh, what's her name? A Evra Evra Martin. Oh man, I couldn't click on it because he needs ads. Evra Martin. Ev Arva Martin. Whatever. They're talking back and forth, and um, so Dave Webb. He's he's like, hey, look. 
you know, you can get somewhere if you work hard telling you telling people that because you're black or the color of your skin dictates what you can and cannot do in the society. Meaning, you know, like because you're black, you know, you'll never get anywhere in life and shit like that. And uh, so she says you would say that because you, you have that white privilege. And David Webb's like, huh, what? And he goes, yeah, you got white privilege and that's why you are where you are today. And the guys are like, look, I, I hate to tell you this, but I'm black. <laughs> I worked hard because I worked hard. And I didn't let that narrative of being black will stop me. Stop me, you know? And she fucking, ugh. So she tried, so he keeps, he comes down on her hard. And he's, he, he should have too. He, he had, it's like the perfect storm. He's, she said the very fucking thing that most of these conservatives have been pushing. They've been saying, look, man, you can't just be judging people by skin. You're the fucking racist for fucking trying to keep pushing these, this narrative of, you know, because of the race, you can't do this, you can't do that. White people are the devil. And David Webb is black. So he's like, he's got to where he's gotten because he, he worked hard and fucking persevered, you know. And the racism is a fucking thing. But he's like, that shouldn't hold you back. And uh, you keep focusing on it. You keep highlighting something that's not a real, like, a, as real as you want it to be, right? You want it to be a victim. So she's, try, she's trying desperately to apologize. And then she throws her team under the bus, which is a classic thing that liberals do. People will never take responsibility. People who are like, I'm so virtuous. I'm so virtuous. Look at me. I'm such a goody, good, 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 good. You're the bad guy. They're usually bad. They're usually terrible people, really, behind the scenes. If I say, oh, I'm so good at this, I'm so good at that, you're a terrible fucking person. And she threw her fucking people right on the bus. Well, they gave me bad info. So they told me the wrong things, and then uh, that's why I said what I said. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. So let me get this straight. Your people gave you information saying that David Webb was white. That that was a thing they said. That... Why? What the fuck does that make sense? If anything, it would be your people's fault for not letting him, letting you know that he's black so you could not talk to him about white privilege in that way. I don't know. But that's racist unto itself, right? David Webb, he's black. Telling her that so she knows what's up. You, don't, you shouldn't have to do that. You, and I'm pretty confident that her people didn't. I mean, there's no way to prove it, but like honestly, I mean, it's not like they're like David Webb black guy say this 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 this. it's david webb white guy you need to say this 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 to him she already had a preconceived notion she is a racist she naturally assumed he was white because of his place in power and the the ideologies he has because in her racist black mind because she's black she's racist she thinks that black people are the best and white people are the devil she believes that white people are in power and uh, black people are not, you know. But here you got a black guy in power talking to you. And in your racist mind, you're like, well, obviously he couldn't be, <laughs> he couldn't be black, you know. That's why he called it white privilege. Obviously, and he could have been Asian. I mean, like, the, the fucking the racism of this lady is crazy. So she apologizes, which is a false apology, right? Because he gives her the chance to to have a separate interview regarding this incident and talking about it, which she knows she won't do. Because if she did, she knows she was in the wrong, and she threw into further, just like a child, to make it even worse, you blamed other people for it. And it doesn't. it's not even a good lie. 
Like, yeah, yeah, my people didn't tell me. Why did they have to tell you? Because you're fucking racist. That's how that breaks down. That lady, what's her name? Avra, Avra, Arva, Arva Martin. Yeah, you're a racist. It just so happens you're black. You can get away with that. You could be black and racist. That's how it works, you know? Yeah, because you can't be racist towards white people. So she just assumed that some guy talking to her in an articulate manner is obviously white. Go figure. That's that is how it works, man, with these uh woke people and most people on the left. Now I'm not saying that all people on the left are bad. I'm just saying that the more virtuous you sound, the more I'm you know what? You are racist and I'm not. I'm not. I have black friends and shit like that. Or I am black, so I can't be racist. The more virtuous you are, the more fucked up you are. And she just let her let it out. And she's not that great. <laughs> and he gave her a chance. But he would have ripped her apart. That's a good thing she bowed out. There, that was a lose-lose situation. If she were to be interviewed by this guy and he talk about it, he would break out the kinks in her armor. And she'd just be like, the only way to really win is if she was just truthful. If she just came out and became truthful. Look, you're right. I do judge people by the base of their color. I do think that mostly white people are in power. That's racist. And then I just assume because... You are articulate. I, I'm racist against my own kind. That's what she should fucking say. And um, she didn't. She can't. She won't. Because where she gets paid is fucking being as virtuous as she can. She's like, look, I, I am fucking virtuous. Uh. It is an amazing thing to hear, though. You're just like, you know what? You know, you, you're white privilege and da-da-da-da-da. I'm not white. I'm black. <laughs> Look, I, it's weird, too, because when you're talking about minorities and shit. See, I'm Filipino, and my dad's white, but I don't even know if he is white. He's a bunch of, he's a mix because he was adopted. So I really don't know what nationality is because I don't mesh up well with, a, like, a, a traditional white and, and uh, Filipino woman. Uh, or, Fil I'm not a Filipino woman, but a Filipino and a white guy. I look like a Mexican, really, if anything. So it's kind of, I'm, I'm brown. I'm Mexican-y looking because I'm super brown. And I don't have Asian-y features. I don't have the Filipino eyes or anything like that. I'm just kind of Asian-y. Right? And then um, it's kind of weird, too, because I can't identify as either or. I can't say that I'm Filipino. I'm being oppressed. I can't be I'm white because I obviously don't look white. Like, <laughs> I remember when I met my wife, I was like, uh, we were in a club. And I said, hey, my name's Kevin. She After some conversation, and she laughed at my face. She said, ah, your name's not Kevin because she's white. <laughs> and she's like, uh, you're, you're like, I was like, well, do I look like a, like a Carlos? He goes, I was thinking like a Juan because <laughs> that's what I do look like, you know. And um, I can't claim any of these uh, nationalities. And, uh, you know, I can't be marginalized or anything like that. I am who I am. And um, I like when it comes to racism, it's, it's hard to be racist towards a thing you don't understand. You just naturally think I'm Mexican or whatever, you know. And then the, most people aren't really racist against Mexicans, contrary to popular belief. Not everyone's like, I fucking hate Mexicans. I don't see anyone saying that ever, really. You know, maybe the KKK, and this is a real small, minute po uh, population. But people are really hardcore against uh, um, uh, black people, if anything. I, I've seen racism towards that direction, you know. So I can't really relate to a lot of the racism. I'm kind of, I'm like outside looking in, you know. Never been racist too, but I haven't been promoted in some way because just because of the color of my skin. So I, that's where I, I just wanted to put that out there. You know, you you're talking to a Filipino guy because I, I say Filipino because I look. 
not white. Like I'm super not white. I'm like super brown. So I just call myself Filipino. It's just easier to say. I could call myself white, but it sounds like a lie. But it's true. But then it is it. I don't know. My dad has a fro and he's white. So I don't know. He could be Jewish for all I know. I don't know. He doesn't know. He wouldn't know. He's adopted. But he has like parkour black features though <laughs> he's got like the big lid i should have said that <laughs> he he looks like a black guy in a white body you know so let's just say <laughs> i really should delete that but eh, no one's gonna say anything um he has a big nose too so what does that mean who knows um then again i think the nose keeps growing and, and the ears keep growing no matter what he's pretty old he's like 70 or 60 or some shit like that do I want to bring this up? Um, here's more left eating left. So super left, Chris Como. He says uh, somebody said uh, something on the Twitter. Um, Kamala Harris comes out, one of the presidential candidates of 2020. She goes, I identify as her and her and her, whatever, like this female, right? And then he goes, and me too, right? And I guess he said that was a, it was a bad joke, I guess. And, and the gay community is like, fuck this guy. Because <laughs> they have to defend their transgender uh, kin. And uh, he apologized. So here you got this guy. He really didn't mean much by it. He was just saying, see, it, it, well, okay, that's why I brought this up. Uh, it illustrates a, a kink in the armor of the, the super powerful liberal left. Because here you got a guy who is righteous in his left ideologies and all that bullshit, right? And then his own people are attacking him. And then he has to apologize. I'm a fan of gay people. Bah. I'm, an, I'm an ally. He has to... It, see, if you're a fucking ally, you don't need to say it. I have a friend. I have friends. I don't have to say it. These are my friends. You know, I never have to dig... Uh, say that to them. I apologize to you. We're friends. I never have to say that. We could say, if we're friends, we're allies, we could say things to each other and it'd be all right because you're not really allies and you guys don't really understand the grasp of your own ideologies. You guys are actually enemies. You just don't know it yet. And here it is. Here's the walls between allies who are actually enemies breaking. He says something just, it doesn't really, it's not hurtful at all, but then other people are like, oh, it's so flooper hurtful. And then him apologizing strengthening that whole ability to attack people that are your allies. See, if he didn't apologize, it would have just grew, and then he may have gone taken out of the whole left left group. But he apologized, reaffirming that if you make fun of these fucking people, you're going down. And so therefore, and it's a, it, LGBTQ, or LGBTQ. Some people add a P to that, but not yet. We're not there yet. Eventually, it'll probably, but... As now you got this. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of, like, you got your gays, you got your lesbians. That's a lot of people. You got your bisexual. That's a lot of people. You got your transgender. That's another select people. And queer, that's everything in under the sun, I guess. I don't know. You got a lot of people. And uh, you're trying to be an ally. And there's a lot of allies to those people. But because they attack aggressively at anyone who makes fun of them, and for, you know, for good reason, right? I mean... They were persecuted for quite some time for something that they're into. Imagine being persecuted for liking cheeseburgers. <laughs> I mean, the whole group of you. Yeah, I mean, eventually it get kind of sickening. So you'd have a, a pendulum effect and swinging the opposite direction. Fuck you, motherfuckers! <laughs> so that's what you got going on. And they're now attacking their own allies. 
And because he apologized, it's like, good. We attacked him and he apologized. He backed down like he fucking should have. So next time someone else does it. So you're just going to keep attacking your own allies until you have none. And eventually, when you have no allies, you're going to start attacking yourselves. LGBTQ will attack themselves. And that's how this fucking end game will play out. I like how Steven Crowder always adds P at the end of the, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, LGBTQ. He goes, LGBTQ. How does he say it? He says it so fast. He goes, LGBTQP. He says it, and, and as if he's talking to one of those people that they like a lesbian, gay, whatever. They don't, they don't challenge it. They just let it happen because he says it so fast. But the P in that that he's doing is pedophilia, because there was a TED talk and all things like that. Because they used the same ideology as the gays back then. It because it, because it works as a logic train. It does work. You got. I just like what I like. I was born this way. Boom. So that's gay. So, so if you if you're a guy and you're and you like guys, you were just born that way. Whatever, right? Now here you got the pedophilia. You got I was just born that way. I like kids. See now in that respect, that kind of hurts, man, because you're using the same ideologies. And this TED Talk lady, you gotta look it up. TED Talks she's trying to make uh, pedophilia okay, and that's just a scary fucking thing. Um, but use same logic and arguments, and right now it's like, oh, yeah, but we could do this, but you can't do that. And eventually that might break down that way. And I think it's good that you keep popping the P in there, and then you can argue it, you know. Just get it in the conversation where, I mean, if you keep going the direction of we can do whatever we want, you'll eventually get to that last vestige of you can't do. Because back then you couldn't, you know, get with other of the same gender. Now you can, and now you can just go further into it. And eventually, well, they're consenting, but well, they're not adults, but they're consenting, you know, or some shit like that. Or, or, uh, uh, well, I feel what I feel and they feel what they feel, you know, that kind of bullshit. And this goes, it's sickening just to think about it, but I mean, add that P to there. And, uh, I'm pretty sure you can have a bit of a discussion, but he's, uh, Steven Crowder says it so fucking quick that no one ever says anything. He should slow it down though. I think it'd be more fruitful if he did. Cause he's waiting for someone to argue with him. He, that, that's why he says it. <laughs> that's why he does this change his mind. All right. Garbage human being. So I was at work and, uh, some things happen. And I, I've decided that some people, are just garbage you know as as they are um they don't know it they're just that and that what i mean by garbage is a set of bad ideas or trash as it were things that should have been thrown out that culminated into this person being garbage trash they're a human being made of trash you want your human beings nice and fresh you want them to have lots of fresh ideas pure ideas ripe ideas you know things that will better you as a person and other people that's what you want as a human being you don't want garbage like uh, a person who is just full of bad ideas and practices bad ideas and spreads bad ideas everywhere you know like trash you know you want that trash to go into a receptacle thrown away and somehow recycled you know but you can't recycle humans that's the thing and you can't clean out trash. You know, some people are just born garbage. They don't mean to. They just are. And um, what do I mean by that? So you can have a person who is um, 
yeah, I believe in poor people all the time. And then Ben tells one of these people too. He goes, I believe in homeless people should be fed and well-nourished. You can have this entire fucking conversation about that as you're walking past homeless people. Can you imagine that person? That's everybody, really. Most people are like that. But there are people who are bigger in that respect than others, you know. There's also the idea where I can treat you like garbage and there is nothing you can do about it. Um, and you're just going to have to suck it up. And if you don't, I'm going to get rid of you. But if – I don't even know if he could do that. But I knew this guy. And he was at work and he did this to his lady where he was just totally fucking garbage to her. And uh, because he's in a place of power, this is not where I work, it's somewhere else, uh, allegedly. Uh, he, he was able to just, you know, hey, you know what, you have feelings, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> he didn't say that in respect, but I mean, that's how these garbage people have uh, coalesced. They have been able to become a cancer on our society. They could do the very things that they can do without penalty because it's not extremely aggressive. It's not... Um, they're not saying the N-word, they're minding their P's and Q's, and they're able to get away with anything they say because they're not really saying anything that's um, quantifiable by law. You're not being sexist or racist or anything. You could just say, say, say someone's parents died or some shit like that, and then you could just be like, I don't want you to talk about your parents dying here. I want you to leave the room. You know, I'm the boss. Now, you're right because you don't have to have personal conversations in, in a fucking thing and uh, this this didn't happen i'm just saying that this is just an example you can you can have feelings about your parents dying the parents you love so very much and someone's asking you a question about that and you're very very sad about that and your boss comes in and says hey look i don't want you to have this fucking conversation here get the fuck out he doesn't say that in those words he says it in a nice way hey this is an inappropriate conversation you shouldn't have it here now you here you are having a moment talking about your feelings and um you know there's no law against feelings being hurt you can have some kind of a thing where you're dying of cancer and um uh someone could come up to you in a private area and being like hey look uh, i was diagnosed with cancer and like, oh shit just yesterday oh yeah oh yeah and the guy could come in there and be like hey look i don't want to have this conversation here it's personal you know you guys don't not not here but he just told me he had cancer Fuck you. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But you don't say that. There's people out there that are just garbage as humans. And they can just get away with it, you know. And, and because you can't do anything. What are you going to do? Complain? Oh, worker environment. or uh, Good luck with that. That won't go anywhere. Because there's too many cowards out there. There's no enough people raising. And what are we, what are we raising on? Uh, he's just shitty to you. That's it. I mean, there's like a lot of people out there. And they're, they're in these places of power. And they will always be there. Because as long as they mind their P's and Q's about not saying any racist things or sexist things, they could just be pretty shitty to you forever. And that's what I call a garbage human being. In fact, I think they even know that they can do that. And you know what? When they... When they figure out that nobody loves them, you know, at the end of their life, you know, everyone just has nothing but contempt for that individual. I mean, I don't know. Is that a good way to go? Maybe they can create some kind of denial. What reality will they create? The reality is a lot of people hate this guy. And in their own reality, in their own head, everyone loved them. So I don't know. 
Yeah, it's a complicated thing. But they, like garbage human beings are everywhere. You know, there's always not every human being, but there's always that person out there that could just do some shitty things and continuously do shitty things. Like, all right, let's have a potluck. I brought an apple, and I will eat all the food. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a garbage human being. Uh, say you brought a cover for a table and uh, for a potluck. And uh, that person then steals that cover and um, they go, hey, I thought hey, you stole this cover for me. I didn't steal it. I, I thought you were going to throw it away. Uh, I wasn't. Oh, my bad. Well, they literally were stealing and they got away with it. But then you caught them. So they decided to change the story. That person is garbage. You know, there's a lot of pe- there's a lot of little scenarios I hear throughout my life, you know, where and I see it happening to other people. And I'm like, hey, and I pointed out to them. That's a piece of shit person that is no matter what you say think or do that person's garbage because of this this and that they took your feelings crumpled it up and threw it away and they do this all the time and that person can then say no well they quantify it in such a way where they can live that life that lie that truth and it's it's sad because you know why you know why they have to live this lie because there's the person who's garbage in power and they're never going away ever it's who will last longer so what makes it easier in your own reality is to just be cordial and nice and hang out and all that me personally if i don't like you i i'm not hanging out with you (laughs) that's really how it is i mean i can be cordial to you but we're not gonna have the best of times you know and i can separate that but other people they can't do that they can't Say, you know what, I think you're garbage. I can't hang out with you. No, they have to be nice to them and then just and and just feed into this person's ego, you know, or people's ego. You know, if you're garbage and you're feeding into their ego, like letting being nice to them and shit like that, it just so it's better for you. I you're doing the thing where how evil triumphs when good people do nothing. Um, but that's just the way it is. I mean, there's nothing you can do, nothing you can say or do that it's cause it's not a thing in which all oh, your strict racist or, oh, you're a sexist or, oh, you're creating a bad work environment. You know, you're just being shitty. <laughs> that's it. And those, and those people exist in your day to day lives and you don't know how to quantify it. You know, the person's shitty. You don't know what to say. You just, you don't know how to react in that situation. It's a thing that doesn't exist. It's ethereal onto itself. When you think of uh, the bank, you you don't think of individual people. It's just a system. When you think of a government, you don't think of an individual. Well, right now you think of Trump, right? But it's not a that. That's not how our government works. It's an ethereal system. A corporation. You think of you think of the, just the CEO to center all your anger on. But that guy doesn't know shit. <laughs> so I mean, same thing. Uh, there's garbage fucking pieces of shit out there that just kind of coalesce and do the jobs that they can do. And they can do it horribly, by the way. It just doesn't matter. If they're in a place of power, they will stay there forever. But ergo, that's the key. If you're a lower-level bottom feeder like myself, you could do mediocre work and then be okay about it. Then again, that means they win, right? The bad guys win. They changed you. Uh, Life can be good if you see the good. Life can be real bad if you see only bad. So, But the reality is you should see the bad and live the good. 
when you pretend the bad doesn't exist and live a good life, you know, that's, that's pretty bad. But if you, if you recognize the shit that people are sometimes, you know, these garbage fucking pieces of shit that just kind of like, just constantly do mean things and get away with it, you know, if you could just do that, you know, and recognize that, that's a good thing. doesn't mean you need to stop them. Because people have been driven to this ideology of we got to stop evil. Sometimes you just got to let it be. I mean, maybe you're doing more harm than good when you take out a big evil like Saddam Hussein. You know, took him out and he risen all these other little countries out of nowhere. And now they're fucking all their own terrorist sects and you can't tell which one's which. <laughs> and it's, it's so convoluted like a corporation where you can't focus in on one person. Hmm. All right. Enough of that. Last, last fucking thing. Rhythm teach principle. So we had a parent-teacher conference. This is a bit of a live story, but there's there's more to it than that. So we had a bit of a uh, a teacher-parent principle conference. So I found umbrage when they made my kid call me about a tablet. If it's a big deal, why didn't you talk to me? If it's not a big deal, why are you having my kid talk to me? And from the ideology, from the standpoint of the kid, why he doesn't he thinks it's a bad thing, right? Because you're making him do something separate from the group, calling us, and then uh, he has no real understanding. Now, you could shape the narrative as in this is uh, trying to teach your kid responsibility, a nine year old. I like the idea of a village. It takes a village, right? But I need to be kind of stuck in the loop, right? You got to kind of let me know you're going to do certain things, right? If you're going to tell me that these, this is a thing you guys do with kids, so be it. You didn't do that. Anyways, that's beside the point. So we had a big powwow. We we're talking about the kids um, reading and everything. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting. And my wife's sitting to my right. My kid's to my left. My kid's like fucking oblivious to everything because he's nine. Doesn't give a fuck about any of this but i do i care my wife cares it's funny too because my wife's ideology is about grades she wants you to get a 10 you know out of you know one out of 10 she wants you to get to 10 or a plus i just want him to know the shit if he gets f but he knows it i'm good to go because i don't care but she cares about the school grades because i think they're just going to pass you in, in the end when you're in public schools i think this is my ideology behind public schools <laughs> They're there to collect a paycheck, and it just so happens, like all lower-level bottom feeders, they either like it or they don't. I like my job. I collect a paycheck, and I like helping people, but really it's just a paycheck. Um, and I try to help as many people as I can. But same thing with teachers. you got your good teachers and bad teachers. They're just collecting paychecks, right? Good teachers actually give a shit, and they're trying to fucking help. Other teachers, they're just collecting paychecks. Now, that's what I believe my kid's teacher is and i had quite a few of those because most people are kind of like that they're just there collecting a paycheck because they're selfish they're selfish people and um she is of such and i think um i think this is what she does she get like most teachers i think they get the grades and they try to make it as generic and vague as possible so they could fudge the numbers they could say oh yeah this guy's here he's at a two he needs to be a three so two now, and you just make up some shit. And he forgot this. He didn't do this. He's not good at reading. He's, he's he's good at that, whatever. And then gradually throughout the school year, you just keep raising his grade to at least so he can pass, so he can get out of your hair because you don't want to see him again 
in the next year. So that's so you just create this whole metric of improvement. And it does look better, doesn't it? This kid came from zero to hero, and it makes me look good. I bet she selects a few of these fucking kids. She doesn't even have to select it. I guess it's made easy, right? She decides, I'm just going to grade this kid low and uh, then gradually raise it so it makes it look like I'm really good at getting reading levels proficient. And I think that most kids, I think this is the theory, I believe, uh, is that most kids kind of just develop as their brain is developing they're just developing some just get reading faster than others and um i mean if you just take a baseline let's teach this kid how to read some are just going to pick it up more than others and it's not more of uh, what the teacher did it's more of like what the, the the brain was doing to develop they just eventually got it um and they and she t- takes advantage of it I, I liken it to this so some people, they go in for an antibiotic. So they have a cold, right? Your cold lifespan, like a virus. A virus is around like, like five to ten days, right? So you've been sick, and you go in on your fourth day, and you want antibiotics to make you feel better. Now you have a virus. Antibiotics do nothing. But because you're so intent on having your antibiotics, you, you get them. And you get a pack, which is like five days. Or maybe is it five days? Yeah, it's a five days because you get two and then four. So you you take the Z pack and you're on day five of the of your ten day cycle of being sick. You start to feel a little better after taking the antibiotic because you're on day what six, maybe even seven, and you're getting rest and with the power of positive you know belief that the antibiotic is working, you know that's helping as well. So you have the placebo effect as well. You get to your 10th day, you finished your five-day course, and you think, the the antibiotics worked. But get this, the virus would have went through your body regardless, and you just so happened to come there on the fifth day. So we gave you a five-day course, and you just got better. Uh, It's not with every case, but, I mean, most people, they get the Z-Pack, and they think that makes them feel better, but they've actually just ran the roller coaster of a viral thing. Sometimes antibacterials work for antibacterial, you know, for bacterial infections, you know, but sometimes it's just uh, a viral, and uh, they would have figured it out eventually. Same thing with kids; you're gonna teach them. Their brain is developing; they develop to a certain point, and they eventually just get it. That's just the way it is. These teachers, especially these uh, trash human beings, I call them, they just kind of come up with ways of gaming the system to make their numbers look good. So they were like, oh, this kid, this kid, you didn't do too well. Let's go here. And we'll grade him here and then eventually just raise it so it looks like I did my job because I'm here to teach. So here I am sitting. That's my ideology behind uh, these schools, right? So I'm sitting here and I see, I'm looking at, I'm staring at the teacher and I'm looking at the principal and we're, we're all having a conversation. We're all looking at the teacher because she's, she's got this whole rhythm. So she starts speaking about how he is reading and how do we get there. And um, it's long and it's drawn out. And I am watching her talk and I'm like, she just keeps droning on and on and on about how she is helping him to learn to read. But it's like real articulate and very detailed, right? But as she's talking, it felt like a rhythm. And I thought to myself, if I ask a question, I better break her rhythm and she won't understand what I'm saying. And I'm fully listening to what she's saying. Uh, You have my undivided attention, you know, at this point. I just have other thoughts, you know. So I go, well, what about the uh, reading curriculum and how are you grading this system? You know, is it what, what metric are you using? Are you using a test-based system? Is there like one test here, two tests here? How do you get from week one to week two? 
You know, in a given week, how are we getting a grade? You know, basically that. Broke her rhythm. She looks at me with anger. I can see it in her eyes because I'm staring in her eyes. And she's just like, well, uh, I I said that I, uh, uh, and now she has no rhythm. She doesn't know how to talk. All of a sudden, this articulate being became, I don't know, um, unarticulate. How about that? She didn't know what to say. She didn't know how to explain something simple. How do you grade a kid? How many tests? Do you use tests to grade a kid? Oh, how many tests? You know, she couldn't she couldn't do that. I asked her a simple question. I'm like, how do you how do you how do you grade these kids? With tests? And uh, she couldn't answer it. And you got super confused. And uh, my theory behind her being confused was basically she she's practiced saying these kinds of things over and over and over it's a dog and pony show she's just showing you hey this is what we do but in reality this is not what you do and when okay so finally i I narrowed it down to some kind of a test and uh, i'm not going to get bore you guys with the logistics of the test but it was actually the principal who explained it because the principal i don't know if she is a well-learned person on how to influence people with with positive feelings and talking and things like that because she explained she she understood what i was saying and then she broke it down to how they how they grade these uh, kids in reading it's like a test basis and whatever and um she understood what question i was asking because she knows how to listen um but the teacher doesn't know how to listen that's the thing she just knows how to talk and speak and, you know, it just proves more to my point. I mean, that's what was going on in my head. I mean, you could take it at face value and say, yeah, she's really not good at talking to people. And she has some kind of a neurological social anxiety thing. That's why she's a teacher. You could say that and, and go that direction. But, I mean, my kid said that this kid, this lady's yelling at kids all the time and shit, you know. I, fuck, shit. I'd be yelling at fourth graders, but I'm not a fucking teacher. As a teacher, you shouldn't yell. But... These scum-like human beings just fucking jump into these job professions that they shouldn't be in. They just stay there forever. There's nothing you can do. They just exert their will on others, especially kids. So, you know, you can tell that she didn't know what the fuck to do, you know. So we got the answers out of the principal. And then it turned into... So I broke it down, this interaction, in four parts. The first part is listening to the teacher drone on. The second part is us talking about what we could do for the future of learning um, things. Then the third stage was them interrupting us talking into wow, why we were there. Why we were there. We were actually not there to discuss our kids' um, learning. It felt like the, 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 the beginning was like, hey, look, we're really about this. But really, we're talking about this, this whole calling us. Because they brought that up. That had nothing to do with anything, but they brought it up. And that's why they just interrupted us while we were talking. Right? And that's why they, they looked for something we said and said, we had him call you. See, we didn't mean any malcontent. We were trying to do this. And I was like, the fuck is going on here? Weren't we talking about reading and our kid and learning and more communications? And then... I kind of lost it. I'm not going to lie. Because here I am sitting there seeing through behind the curtain of the games. And and I don't like games. And I don't like doublespeak. And I don't like fake people. 
And that's what I was talking to, this fake garbage human being talking to me, explaining to me how my fourth grade son uh, is going to learn how to read through some rhetoric that you're not going to imply or uh, do, right? And um, now we're talking about the, the real reason, because I called the principal regarding this tablet. So... They were like, yeah, we didn't mean anything. We just want to teach the kid possibility. And I looked at that fucking principal and I was like, hey, I understand there's a community to raise a village, but uh, let me know. You can't just take my kid behind the shed and just start spanking him without me knowing and saying that's good for him. Uh, and they're like, what the fuck? They expected me to like just, I don't know, just accept it? I don't know. I understand you wanted him to call us for personal responsibility, but he didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. If I had known that the tablet was a thing, to be like, oh, we can't do 50. That number got fudged around, too. I remember it being only 40% of all schoolwork was tablet-based. But then it got shifted to 50 and then again 60. But whatever. We, 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 we settled with 50 at the end of the whole thing. I, go, I didn't know the tablet was the end-all, be-all. I just assumed that if he didn't have his tablet that he can then share or there's other work for him to do. And it could be grueling. For all I fucking care, it could be the worst fucking work on earth as long as there's work to be done, schoolwork. Like, okay, you can't do your math on this, but here's 72 pages right here to do math. Fucking sucks, right? You could have played with your little horses and, and number crunching games, but no, you now you got now you got paper. Fuck you. Something like that. And I'm okay with that. I mean, explain that. I go, look, I don't care about punishment. What wasn't a punishment? And I go, okay, <clears throat> I don't care that you made him call us. It's the fact that you made a, made him call you to try to teach teach you know, basically teach him a lesson, you know, we're not trying to teach him a lesson. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing here? You're just analyzing my words. And every time I say a sentence, you take it away from me. And I, I didn't say that. I was thinking that I was like, how am I having a conversation with this fucking person? If every fucking time I say a sentence, you take a word out of that sentence, say it's not this. So I have to then go back a level, go back at like a, a like a sentence and say, re restate what I'm saying. And how does that work? It's like, I mean, like, I, I they were avoiding words like punishment. They were wording, avoiding words like failure and loss and, and, and faults. They were avoiding that. They were saying, he, he's doing good, but he needs improvement. Da, 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 da. See, he scored 30% on a 100% test here. And I'm like, that's failure. He goes, well, we're not saying it's failure. It's just, well, what the fuck is it then? I mean, like, here I am having a sentence. I'm like, look. I don't want that number to be. I want him to be at this number. I mean, that's what I did. I, every time they took took me back, like, well, it's not this, it's that. It's not failure, it's this. It's not this, needs assessment, it's this. I mean, they, that's all they fucking did. And I was just like, ugh. And I go, look, yeah, I don't think you guys are understanding. And we're now we're talking about a tablet. We're not talking about my kids. This whole meeting wasn't about a tablet. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be, but that's really what it was. The principal kept pushing this fucking home. See, we're telling you that we're not punishing him. And I'm like, I am fine with that. I need you to understand that. It's just that he didn't know that bring, not bringing a tablet equals a phone call home. And he feels that it feels like a punishment, you know. Now, we're, we're past that. And now we know. And now we're more hardcore about the tablet. And we know that the penalty of this will be calling home. And um, it kind of went back and forth and we dropped it. And then the fourth section was 
um, communications. And I was just like, hey, look, all I want, I don't care if you punish him. And I don't care that you want to not use the word punishment, but I just don't care about that. Uh, what I want is communications. In the year 2019, you should be able to email me. That's it. And the teacher's like taking it into a thing where well, we're not enemies. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck? I didn't inject enemies. I'm try we're trying to be a team here. We're trying to be a village. Just give me a fucking email. If, the, if he's doing bad at one set of quiz, let me know. That's all I'm asking. I mean, or update the, 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 they have a website. They need to update it. So he fails a test. It's in the, it's in the, it's in the, it's on the website. So I look at the website, but they don't update it right away. So I was like, just update the website like you're supposed to. Basically, just do your fucking job. You know, you all, I'm not asking them to give him good grades. In fact, if he fails because he sucks, so be it. But I'm just asking to give him the chance because if you, it's just some ethereal thing like, oh, he's just bad at it because then that's bullshit and it's subjective. You can't do good or bad. It's just on the whim of the teacher. What it needs to be is a metric that can be graded. If he needs an A plus, if he needs 10 pages and they all need to be 10 A's to get an A, so be it. Let's do that. He fails a test. Boom. Let's go over it. That's all I want. You know, and at the end of the fucking day, if my kid is able to learn these fucking things and he still has bad grades, I'm happy with that and I will fucking throw him in the air with happiness, you know, and as he, and, you know, catch him, of course, not just drop him. But it really is, the value is in the, the knowledge. Knowledge is power, and I'm 100% about that. The more knowledge he's able to gain, the better. But if it's something where you're just going to fail him and tell him weird ways of telling him he failed, other than that he failed, like, not doing as good, he needs improvement, things like that, he's going to feel like a failure and not really have the words to define it. You know, and these and the more taboo you make a word, the stronger and power it has. So he's going to think of himself as a failure without even knowing the word and he'd be angry about something he can't fix. You could say you failed the test. That's good because now we can then move forward. We can learn about this test. We can learn how not it to be bad again. We can grow from this. But no, no, you pieces, garbage, fucking teacher shit, shitty shit. Oh, my kid hears this one day because it is stupid that you would then talk to me in this robotic manner and then try to come up with a random way of uh, uh, teaching. All I want is a metric. If, you, if you're grading him on a test and he fails a test, give me the test and we will work on it. And it's never him. It's me because I am the failure in this instance because I can't. I'm the one who's needing to help him, but I can't help him if I don't know. I, I didn't know that he was failing. So this all spurned off from a report card. I'm like, how the fuck is this kid going from like a, like a four to a zero or whatever the fuck number system they had, you know? And there was like tests. He's missing tests. He's doing this. I don't know any of this. And it's 2019. You don't give me a fucking email? Like, hey, he failed this test. That'd be something to know. That's a sh simple email. Uh. Anyways, so that went down, and um, let's see. I, I, my thoughts are a little muddled. How do I how do I go about this? Yeah, you could tell she was bothered though. I don't think. Well, yeah. Here we go. Let me tell you what happened then. The next day, he calls my kid. They make my kid call again, right? And um, magically, he's calling to let everybody know us that his reading grade went up. So it went from 
I don't know the numbers. So say if it was like two and that's failing and went to a four in one day, right? Then I'm like, wait, six weeks went down. He went from two to three. No, actually not even that. It was like, yeah, it was two to three or some shit like that, right? Six weeks. It took him two to three. One day from three to four, you know, one day. Six weeks, two to two to fucking three, one day after that fucking meeting. They raised his grades. So it this is the vibe I got. They aren't listening. They just gave him a good grade. And um, it's a disbenefit to him because – well, maybe it isn't. Maybe he was always at that level, and they just decided to just fucking fudge the numbers, and he won't be the metric of, look how good he was, or look how bad he was, and now good he is. Now they changed the metric to, now he's a good kid, and he always was. But um, if I have a fucking meeting, and I blow up in front of the principal and the teacher about the inefficiency of teaching, and how are you not updating me, and things like that, and let's talk about his reading, and how bad it is, and how we can grow this... You all you heard the last parts were how do we grow this? Okay, easy. He got an A. What a crime that is. <laughs> so, I don't know how that plays out. I know in my head I'm thinking he's gonna figure it out on his own. Not on his own, but he will. It'll just click for him. By fifth grade, he'll be reading like normal. Uh, uh, he read good now. He writes better than I do. I think he's good. But they have some weird metric for grading. They just grade. <laughs> Um, with these tests and um, they try to make it as vague as possible in a year where you could pretty much quantify every kind of data point I mean you take a test pass fail take another test pass fail and if you make the test complicated too like three different questions on each test equal this uh, sect of things you, I mean whatever but, but it's a quantifiable thing, quantifiable thing but they you know they do what they do so <laughs> He'll fucking figure it out. I know he will in the end. And it will really will be like learning shit is one thing. It's all about life choices in the end. If he works out and tries to, you know, listen to the other side and work harder than the next person, he'll do well in life. You know, this whole reading and writing is just a, a basic foundation that everyone kind of just grows up. And um, I just don't like the idea of just trying to navigate through not saying failure or things like that people need to embrace loss because you know you could just not you could just be willfully in denial about losing things but i mean if uh, you get mugged or in a car accident i mean that's loss and you need to deal with that um and if you don't learn how to deal with it in a controlled manner then how are you going to deal with it in an uncontrolled manner how you deal with loss and failure dictates how your life goes because those are inevitable you know doing good i mean you don't really need a metric for how you're doing good kind of i mean like if you're super rich what the fuck are you to do right can't do a lot of coke every day that'd be bad and that could lead you to some bad decisions but as in far as normal life also lower level bottom feeders you're just going out through your life we're just losing a bunch and it's all how we dictate how we go through that how we how we move through all that loss that we uh, grow. I mean, if we make our life all about loss and just only think about that, I mean, we're not growing. But if we're using our lo losses and our failures to to grow, that's how that's how you complete yourself, really. So as always, grow. Uh, 
embrace the failure, learn how to grow past it, how to how to adapt and not have it happen again so that a new kind of loss can happen and live from that checkpoint to checkpoint and be the better person than you were yesterday and stay frosty. Devil and the devil is... <laughs>